0: Speak truth to life, tell your story, tell your song, tell your truth, it's all about you, speak truth to life. With your host, Pam Spee. This will be a short but very interesting topic as we return from our daily lives and welcome back to speak truth to life with your host Pam Mosby, We talk about society and culture ripping some of the um, headlines and this headline was interesting to me. That's why I chose it. And also just a reminder that, you know, when you move to another country, um, you have to go by the rules of that country. So uh, I saw an a, um, article about a Chinese court sentencing a U.S. teacher to death. And um, we will go through this article together. So a court in eastern China has sentenced an American to death for the intentional homicide of his girlfriend, according to local media. The Ningbo Intermediate People's Court in Xinhua province uh, sentenced Shadid abdul Matin to death Thursday for killing a 21-year-old Chinese woman identified with the surname Chin last June. Um, According um, to this article, uh, Abdul-Mateen taught at the University of Technology there, he established relations with his girlfriend, Chen, in early 2019. About two years later, this young lady tried to break off the relationship with him several times, but he refused. The Chinese China Daily reports that Abdun arranged to meet Chen the night of June 12th of 2021. Just to check in, talk... And around 9.48 p.m., he repeatedly stabbed her in the neck with a flip knife, causing her death. The court uh, accused him of intentional homicide for deliberately killing Chen, stating that, um, and and they said that the defendant's rights were fully protected during the trial. Um, Amnesty International has described China as the world's top executioner, through a number of people being put to death, they don't even have a statistics on how many. But from for 2020, there were at least 483 executions in 18 nations. A tally that would be higher had it been, ch- you know, had, had had it been carried out in China. So, you know, it's it's kind of you know interesting. And sad at the same time. This young lady was trying to get out of this relationship. And I can tell you, I've had several clients in the past that have expressed what they've had to go through in relationships and trying to get out of relationships with abusive partners. And I'm not sure if the protections are out there in China um but i before i get into that the ux executions um on a yearly basis is around 22 so it's pretty low here um and you know dealing with domestic violence um is never easy you know that's what this situation is um, it looks like China just um, established uh, five years ago the anti-domestic violence law. Um, it's the first of its kind in China. Um, and it's, it's on the books to protect victims of intimate partner violence or child abuse, allowing them to you know, apply for restraining orders and revocation of legal guardianship. However, we don't know in this situation if the young lady had time to apply for a restraining order. Did she go through that process? Um, 21 years old, you could be a little shy. (laughs) And, And maybe, you know, there was a cultural difference in her reaction. Maybe even, I mean, one, we don't know if she actually knew about this law that is just recently established from five years ago. So I, I would say that was probably around 2017 that it actually established this domestic um, violence law to protect individuals of violence. And two, we don't know how, you know, was the police involved in a relationship? Had she called the authorities to um, try to help her navigate that situation or if she just thought that she could try to leave the situation. Um, I know that some, I won't say all, some men that are uh, have a hard time with rejection will not want to end the relationship until, quote unquote, they're ready. And, you know, it, it may seem, you know, that this man kind of forced that conversation. I'm pretty sure it sounds like this young lady was just trying to navigate and leave the situation. Um, But this gentleman just was insistent and persistent on continuing to try to hold on to the relationship. And the reason why he probably got uh, not life, you know, because, you know, you, you could get life or you can get death penalty. They gave him death penalty, probably because it was so egregious on what he did to this woman. And another reminder is, if you're in another country, you can't expect the, I mean, the other, you know, like United States to come and advocate for you. You're in the law. you got to go under the law of the, the country that you decided to live in. And it's unfortunate that this young lady is no longer with us, and she didn't expect, I'm sure, to go through such a detrimental situation in relationship. She probably had a certain, you know, way of wanting to be in a relationship with him back in 2019. But then as time went on, the relationship probably got more intense. And she, I mean, I know a lot of young girls, you know, 2021, 20, sometimes they just don't advocate for themselves. They don't feel strong in advocating for themselves. N- not all, but some young women at that age are s- still learning to find their voice. They're still learning to navigate and speak up for themselves and to advocate for themselves. I know when I was in my 20s, I did not advocate for myself as much in relationships. I was more shy. I was more hopeful and And I didn't know how to navigate it as good until I probably got around 28, 29, 30. Then I was a little bit more, uh, I felt a little bit more stronger about, you know, advocating and speaking up for myself. Um, This young lady sounds like she might have been like, you know, just like a college student. and, And she thought she was in a healthy relationship and found herself in a fight for her life with the individual who did not want to say no. No means no. So if you are in China, there is that domestic law, domestic violence law, anti-domestic law, and there are resources you can file out for the paperwork as you need it. Um, I think no one has the right to take someone's life away because they don't they don't want to deal with rejection. We all have dealt with rejection. No you have a different way of dealing with it. You know, for me, if somebody rejects me and I've been rejected <laughs> and I've had to reject somebody, so it goes both ways. But when I've dealt with rejection, I, you know, it's a bitter pill. Go get you some coffee, go get some tea. You can go for a walk. You can laugh about it. You can cry about it. You can be somber about it. But I don't do long pity parties. But one thing I don't do is I don't do um any situation that threatens my life. And at that age I probably could have gotten into the same type of situation because when I was in my twenties, I wasn't aware of protections for myself. I, I didn't have enough life experience. And I couldn't tell from this article how old this man was, but it seemed like he was like a professor at a at a university and maybe it was just like a power structure between an older man and a younger woman and he felt like he had the control over her in some ways he did but she did not deserve to die the way she did and he does deserve he deserved what he got and what he got coming to him her family her friends you know her colleagues whatever she was doing I don't know if she was working a regular job or if she was still at school or whatever the situation is no one deserves to die because you, you don't want to deal with rejection. And unfortunately, some people have a hard time in society on dealing with rejection. Um, you know, it, the numbers are high for domestic violence and not just only for women. Because, yes, men also get violence. You know, they they go through. They go through. Uh, domestic violence as well Uh, and and we don't often talk about that but uh, briefly I did want to talk about the statistics that it comes to Uh, apparently 25% of married women uh, suffer domestic violence in China and overall 40% of women experience domestic violence in China Ten percent of the murders in China are a result of the intimate partner violence, which is domestic violence. And I think that's why, you know, I wanted to do this because, you know, no, I'm not from China. But, you know, as a woman who's had family members face domestic violence, um, police being called to the house and, you know, all the kind of stuff, the, the, the trauma that it leaves is just terrible. Um, in China, every 7.4 seconds, a woman faces a form of domestic violence. And in regards to that, they're saying that 157,000 Chinese women commit suicide per year, and this is related to domestic violence. So it's very important to support your family, your friends, if... You're in an area where you can get resources for them and you, you know, you can't force them to leave the situation. Right. But you can certainly provide some support. And that's important. And, you know, when I read this article, it, it it did break my heart a little bit that at 21 years old, this young lady didn't get a chance to have life. She didn't get a chance to be married down the line, have children down the line, be able to enjoy her life because unfortunately she chose the wrong partner and she probably didn't know that he had the capacity to hurt her like that she probably was you know in love when she met him she really enjoyed being with him she didn't see that he had that and most women or most partners i don't want to say women cuz men also go through domestic violence in different ways men go through domestic violence as well and Well, we we already talked about the Johnny Depp case, and that has elements of domestic violence on both sides, which is Amber's version and Johnny's version. I think both of them have been traumatized by each other. That's a whole different situation. But um, to be 21 years old and have your life snatched away, uh, condolences to that family. And for this man... um, Unfortunately, he made the wrong choice to stab a partner instead of just leave a partner. See, if he would have just left her alone, he wouldn't be in jail. He wouldn't be facing uh, death penalty. And his broken heart could have healed over time. And he could have got in another relationship with someone. You know, no one deserves to die that way just because someone doesn't want to accept the truth of a situation. The truth in that situation is that it was not working. And all the arguments that you can do, you cannot make somebody love you. You cannot make someone want to stay in a relationship with you. It's just not going to happen. You have to accept the truth. uh, uh, You know, especially their truth. It may not be your truth. And trust me, I've been rejected. (laughs) I remember one time, quick story, Pam story time. I met this guy I liked, I dated, we dated briefly, but I could tell something was up, you know, and that he wasn't really feeling me like I was feeling him. And we, you know, we kind of went our separate ways, you know, and it was no hate in the situation. Yeah, I was a little disappointed, but I wasn't gonna be too disappointed too much longer, because life is for living, y'all, I mean, you have your little love bruises, you move on, you go, and you, you continue to push on and enjoy other experiences with other people. You, you're not always gonna be sad, you know, but you know, threatening somebody with physical harm, emotional harm, financial harm, all the ways that domestic violence is done, is not going it's not gonna make that person wanna love you anymore. So if you don't love them or they don't love you or you're in an unhealthy situation, it's time to go. It's time to go and hopefully you can get out safely. With that being said, I said more than what I thought I was going to say on this topic. I'll talk to you guys soon here on Speak Truth to Life. Stay safe out there and enjoy the rest of your week.